0: The Miami Dolphins apparently took advantage of an extra day of preparation for their Week 14 contest as it's been announced and reported by multiple sources that the team has reached a contract extension with right tackle Austin Jackson. That is our subject here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins.
1: You are Locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team
0: every day. All right, Miami. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting, and a tip of the cap to our everydayers, because it is your team every day here on the Locked On Network. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen. To your favorite podcasts, today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is brought to you by Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepickscom slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL in all lowercase for a first deposit match of up to $100. And we got some wee-woo breaking news this morning. Austin Jackson has been given a contract extension by the Miami Dolphins. And this invokes a lot of questions from a lot of Dolphins fans, understandably so. And while we don't have the specifics of this deal, what we do know is the core value of this contract extension is a three-year contract for $36 million, an average of $12 million per season starting next year because it's a three-year extension. This is the last current year of his deal. So this year plus three additional years. And the max value of this contract is $39 million, $13 million per year. So there's about a million dollars in incentivized play uh, that's at play for the Dolphins from a a financial standpoint. We don't know the breakdown. We don't know the signing bonus. We know there's about $20 million in guaranteed money on this contract across the next three seasons. And the domino effect's going to be real for this football team because we've talked about how Austin Jackson's an expiring contract and Robert Hunt's an expiring contract and Connor Williams is an expiring contract and... Christian Wilkins is an aspiring contract and Andrew Van Ginkle is an expiring contract. Like they're, they're getting them all is going to be tough. And I know people point to names like Xavier Howard and Teron Armstead as post-June 1st potential departures from this football team, this off season. There's a lot of dead money that's going to be involved in that. And, and I think at the end of the day, Miami departing from all of those names, in addition to Emmanuel Agba and potentially Jerome Baker as cap cut casualties and, potentially Mike White, and potentially Jason Sanders. Like They've got plenty of levers to pull, but I don't think you're going to cut all of those old big contracts in one fell swoop just because I think that the void money that's going to come as a result of that uh, is going to be difficult to work through. So in a perfect world, yes, you retain everybody. What's most important is to make this conversation here and now about the player that we're not not retaining, Austin Jackson. So let's set the stage for Austin Jackson in general, who of course was the 18th overall pick in the 2020 NFL draft. Struggled mightily throughout his first few seasons in the NFL. Did not play for the vast majority of last year due to some injuries that prevented him from stacking together uh, meaningful reps in this Mike McDaniel offense. Austin Jackson's 24 years old is a fourth-year vet, former top-20 pick, highly, highly athletic player, and is putting together the most consistent performance of any offensive lineman on the roster for the Dolphins this year. We talked when Mike McDaniel came, and Austin Jackson was the player that he was through his first two years, that this system would probably bring out the best elements of Austin Jackson. And we've seen that just a year late because of the injuries Austin dealt with last year. His ability in the run game, his athleticism in the run game is unparalleled. It's literally second to none. He, he is as dynamic of a player at offensive tackle as you're going to find, and this system calls upon that athleticism and weaponizes that athleticism as good as any system in the league. So whether you're executing wide zone tracks and you need to stay attached to defensive ends, or you got to get up over top of a 40 alignment linebacker for outside run, and you're gonna run crack toss, right? So you're not gonna block the defensive end right next to you. You got to get up onto that linebacker who shaded on your inside shoulder and get a fit on the second level and close that distance. Or maybe it's the screen game, or maybe it's just pass protection where Austin's been good. I know one of the questions that I get quite frequently is how much of Austin's performance this year is the ball getting out versus how much of the performance this year is Austin himself. And there's no question the the Dynamics of this passing offense aid your offensive line. But that's one of the reasons why sacks are a bigger quarterback stat than many discuss, because it's up to the quarterback to understand the protection, understand where you're liable, understand pressure situations, manage the pocket and make good decisions with the football. Sometimes your quarterback can hang out to dry or he drifts in the pocket and gets off his spot. When everything is cohesive you put everybody in a position to be successful. So yes, I I do think Miami's passing game and the style of it is very helpful. And a lot of their play action passing reps involve full slide offensive line movement. That looks like wide zone. So you're getting everybody working down one way and it removes the liability of pure vertical pass sets. If the dolphins were in a, a different system, like the one they ran earlier in, in, Austin Jackson's career with Brian Flores as the head coach, I think you probably do see some of the same struggles where vertical set pass sets is not necessarily something that I think Austin will ever truly hang his hat on unless he gets into his third contract and continues the chance to develop and plays at a high level elsewhere across his game. There's no shame in being a skill set specific player. 98% of players across the league are. I think Austin's applicable to that. But that's where the first contract comes to my mind. That's a similar contract to the one that the Dolphins gave out. And that contract went to Kayla McGarry this offseason. Kayla McGarry was a late first-round pick by the Atlanta Falcons, struggled early in his career, had Arthur Smith come in, which is a zone-based rushing offense, found his vibe as a member of of that Atlanta Falcons offensive line, thanks to a scheme change that fit his skill set better. And he hit free agency. And he re-signed for an average of $11.5 million per season. This past offseason, he signed it. McGarry was a name that was written down when we were doing our offseason blueprint as candidates to add to this Dolphins offensive line. He re-signs three years, $34.5 million. You know what Austin Jackson's is? Three years for 36. A million and a half more across three seasons. There's no question in my mind they use the Caleb McGarry benchmark as the starting point for negotiations for a right tackle contract. There's more expensive right tackles that are out there. There's a few getting $20 million. Austin Jackson's average of $12 million puts him as the eighth highest paid right tackle exclusive contract in the NFL. Behind Jack Conklin at 15, Braden Smith at 17.5, Mike McGlinchey, which was also signed this year in the open market at 17.5, Taylor Moton with the Panthers at 17.8, Ryan Ramchek with the Saints at 19.2, Jawan Taylor signed this year in free agency for $20 million to be a right tackle, and Lane Johnson's your top right tackle uh, contract in the NFL with an average of $20.2 million per season. Austin at 12, it's a deal. It's a deal. It also sneaks in just in front of Rob Havenstein with the, the LA Rams, which was another three-year, $34.5 million contract. So it kind of puts Austin at the top of this, I guess, third tier of contracts between guys that have been retained for their respective teams in our elite, like check and Johnson, and guys that signed big money contracts on the open market and free agency like Jawan Taylor and Mike McClinchy. how does the financial implications trickle down to the rest of the team? It's a good question. We'll explore that in addition to some other dynamics of this news for the Dolphins, Austin Jackson getting a 3-year 36 to $39 million contract extension with the team up next here on this episode of Locked On Dolphins so stick with us. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to be sure you have as many top tier candidates at your disposal as possible. And that's why you check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn is not just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals with a B, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses report finding a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats. You may not have all the resources that you want to have a robust hiring process. And LinkedIn makes it easier than ever because their process is intuitive, quick, and they even launched a new feature that helps write job descriptions, making that process faster for you. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com. Slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply.
1: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Super happy for Austin uh, as a player who was as maligned as any during this era of Dolphins football because he was a player that was raw. And his junior season at USC was um, not the best performance that he had put forward in part because he made a bone marrow transplant to his sister and then played several, uh, just a few months after that procedure. It felt like he got his legs underneath him by the second half of that season. He has a tough bowl game against AJ Epinesa, who of course we know so well because he plays for the bills, gets drafted where he gets drafted. The offensive line and the scheme is a mess in Miami. We all know it, especially with retrospect. So to see him be a player that had his fifth-year option declined, come in this year after missing almost all of last season, minus like 100 snaps, and have the year that he's had and earn himself a long-term contract extension uh, is super, super cool for Austin Jackson. I'm fired up for it. The questions that that remain uh, are what does this mean for the rest of the Dolphins and their roster retention? Um, what I would say is I think it makes perfect sense that the first deal that you got done on your list, you addressed the most premium position that you have. And listen, Mike McDaniel's an offensive coach. Mike McDaniel has, um, invested a lot in getting the offense to be where it is and has invested a lot in getting the quarterback situation aligned the way that it is to where Tua Valoa is playing to the expectations of being a top five overall pick. And he is. A 2020 class looks a little different right now than it did 18 months ago, doesn't it? So, getting the offensive tackle spot locked in, I think makes a lot of sense, especially when you put it through the lens of where it is on the market of actual right tackle deals. I'd say Austin Jackson, if he had hit the open market, you probably would refer to what's called a 20% bump, right? And I think 20% is the minimum because the big difference between the deal that Mike McGlinchey signed this offseason and Kayla McGarry signed this offseason is age relative to what Jawan Taylor got as well. So Jawan Taylor signs a four-year, $80 million contract Mike McGlinchey gets a five-year, $87.5 million contract. Jawan Taylor got $2.5 million more per season with just one less year on the deal as a 25-year-old offensive tackle versus a 28-year-old Mike McGlinchey. Kayla McGarry was 28 years old. Austin Jackson won't turn 25 until training camp of next year. It's a 24-year-old player who's a four-year vet in the NFL. So I think about that as the added layer in which to look at this extension. And you're putting yourself in a position to get a third contract out of this player. By the time he hits free agency again, he will only be turning 28 years old. So to get the young player is, I think, a a smart move for Miami. And I think that's something that we should probably keep our our minds on as we move forward as far as the other pending free agents as well. Connor Williams was 24 years old and a four-year vet in the NFL when he signed in Miami. He's now 26. He won't turn 27 until halfway through this offseason, beginning of May. Is that a player that you prioritize because he's a younger player? Christian Wilkins uh, obviously is a the, the biggest money ticket that you could potentially add. Christian Wilkins uh, is an older player than both of those players. He was born in 1995. By the end of next season, he's going to be 29 years old. He'll be 28 in two weeks. I'm not saying that steers you one way or another, but it's the dynamics to be mindful of that Austin Jackson is 24 and won't be 25 until training camp next year. So when you're making these long-term decisions and you're the Dolphins, and you have to be mindful of the runway that you have to work with and how you're phasing contracts in and phasing contracts out and adding talent and opportunity cost and premium positions and all that stuff. You got 24-year-old offensive tackle on a market-friendly deal. Because I promise you, Austin Jackson's getting more money than on the open market with the tape that he's put out this year. Because yes, getting the ball out quickly in this offense helps all the offensive linemen. But Austin Jackson's been a dominant player in the run game. And he's shown leaps and bounds of growth that I never would have dreamt possible when you watched Austin Jackson on tape prior to this year. So consider this my personal concession to Austin Jackson. And I know I've said it before, and I've been on board all season long with with giving credit where credit's due. I was wrong to write you off. And you deserve all the credit in the world, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm so happy for Austin to get this contract done and locked in. Miami has an unenviable task ahead of them to maximize their retention. I think one thing that's interesting is... Amidst the Christian Wilkins contract, there was an offer that was reportedly made in training camp and the a deal was not made. You know who probably didn't have any money earmarked for him beyond this year, let alone $12 million a season? Austin Jackson. So the domino effect here is as they are collecting more information, you then get better clarity on what your assets are and who you want to prioritize, and how you can jigsaw puzzle what you have in, in fluidity with the cap and, and in, in dollars uh, to, to maximize how many players you retain. We don't know and we won't know until the full formal contract details are out. When we get that, we'll, we'll talk about it. But we won't know the full spectrum. Like We won't know the salary cap hit for 2024 until the full contract comes out. I'd be willing to bet it's a pretty small number because he's probably going to get a big bonus that gets uh, prorated out across several years. You may get a void year on the back end of that contract would not be surprised. They haven't really tapped into a lot of void years. They've dabbled with it a little bit, mostly with contract restructures. And what that means is it's a dummy year on the back end of your deal. So if Austin signed a hypothetically $16 million contract extent or $16 million signing bonus as a part of his $36 million contract, And it's just a nice nice round number, 60 million. It's three years. So you could split the 16 evenly across all three years, or you can put a dummy year on the back end of it and split the 16 million evenly across four years. So that would be $5.3 million per year against the salary cap plus his salary. Or it could be $4 million across four years. And the fourth year is, well, we have a $4 million cap hit four years from now in a year, in which Austin's not under contract with the team, but we're committing salary cap space to it anyway, to make more room in the here and now all kinds of funny money happens with the salary cap. Don't say that it's not, not real though. It's very much real. You just very much have to know what you're doing. That's why I can't wait to see what the details of the contract look like for Austin. Uh, We have some additional thoughts here uh, with this, this contract extension and we'll get into some of those a little bit. And then we also have crossover Thursday coming later today. So keep your eyes peeled for that. But uh, that, that's coming up next year on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Stick with us. Shopping for your loved ones during the holiday isn't always easy. can be kind of stressful, but I have good news for you. The Skylight digital picture frame is the touchscreen photo frame that you can send photos to straight from your phone, and they can appear in seconds. You can even preload photos before the box is open. So when it is unwrapped for the holidays, your most treasured memories already appear. It is the perfect gift for everyone from grandparents to parents to new parents, to your spouse, your kids, whoever it may be. The skylight digital picture frame allows you to effortlessly send photos from photo to frame with the free skylight app or unique email and setup takes less than 60 seconds. Satisfaction is guaranteed. We know that you'll love skylight. We offer 120 day free returns It is a top rated brand. With over a million happy customers, thousands of five-star reviews, and available in over 30 countries. It has been recommended by the Today Show, Forbes, New York Magazine, and more. As a special limited time offer for our listeners, you can get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash locked on. To get your $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, go to skylightframe.com slash locked on. That is S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com slash locked on.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: That 2020 class is looking a little different, ain't it? <laughs> um, It's a, a very popular talking point for the Dolphins. Uh, and, and this iteration of the team and the concerns that have existed has been Austin Jackson, Tua Tungvaloa, Noe Benogany first round. And there's no question, no, i going to be a missed pick. Everybody is missed picks. But they have quarterback, who's posting the numbers that Tua Tungavaloa has the last two seasons, they have Tua's continued evolution illustrate what we've seen from the Dolphins this year. And against Tennessee, he's presumably going to set career highs in just about every major passing statistic. You know, touchdowns, yardage, so on and so forth. Uh, he's already set a career high in attempts in a single season. To get Austin Jackson, a premium position offensive tackle, 24 years old now. There's rookies that are gonna be in this year's upcoming class that are older than that, under contract on a I don't want to say team-friendly deal, because it's not, it's, it's fair market price. But the vast majority of teams, and and Austin's in a unique situation too, where he's the blind side tackle as the right tackle. So you get a little bump for that versus Caleb McGarry and and versus um some of the other right tackle contracts that are out there, but this is your blindside offensive tackle for 12 to $13 million a season as a 24-year-old player who's been your best offensive lineman. Now, I think there are players individually, Teron Armstead in a vacuum, Connor Williams in a vacuum, probably Robert Hunt in a vacuum that you can look at and say, I think they're better players at what they respectively do. But you know what all three of those guys have in common. They missed about a month's worth of games this year. So the best ability is availability, as they say. So for Austin Jackson, now the risk being, well, he dealt with injuries last year. It was a contract year that you're signing this contract. Uh, there's probably some variance involved. And I think that's why Austin you know, maybe took the deal was to say, well, there is some variance. But my stock's high. I bet on myself. I came in this year, performed at a high level. I'm in the best shape of my life. And I'm playing really, really good football. Let's get the deal taken care of. So Miami, if if they can retain some of the other members of that class, be it Raekwon Davis or Robert Hunt, I mean, you're you're potentially looking at three or four starters retained off of this class. It's a pretty good place to be, especially when it's a a quarterback that's playing at a Pro Bowl, potentially all pro level. And I'd venture to say Austin Jackson's been an all pro or a Pro Bowl tackle in the AFC. He won't get the votes, I don't think. Everybody's a little year too too late on that for offensive linemen. He's got the best pass-blocking efficiency for any offensive tackle in the league uh, that's played in his stratosphere snaps. He's not giving up pressures. He's given up as as many pressures the last nine games as he did week one against the Chargers, and we thought he played really well against the Chargers. If this guy only continues to get better... And he seems like he's wired the right way. It's it's all the coaches have ever talked about since Austin's been here is he does the right things. He's focused on the process. He's really committed to it. Who knows what this may look like? What I do know is it's the next domino to fall for the Dolphins in their bid to sustain the winning window that they're currently in as a 9-3 and football team, currently the number one seed in the AFC. Pretty fun, unique spot for the Dolphins to be in. We'll see what the next steps are. And of course, we have crossover Thursday coming a little later today. So keep your eyes peeled for that. I'm Kyle Krabs. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. It is your team every day. Austin Jackson agreeing to terms on a three-year, $36 million contract extension this morning. This is your unexpected episode of Locked on Dolphins. Fins up.